Can we talk about the time I uh, uh, almost fell for a pyramid scheme? No. Okay. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> welcome to the podcast, guys. <laughs> welcome, welcome. Um, so do you know what a pyramid scheme is? Uh, is that like the weird business things that like have like tears and you like go underneath people or something? Well, you did just describe to me a pyramid. Yeah. So I guess. So basically an example of a pyramid scheme is like someone uh, says, hey, you can make a bunch of money selling uh, pots and pans. Um, okay. Join our thing. You can make like $18 or more an hour. And so you go, you go to meetings um, and then they go, all right, well, uh, to start selling, you have to buy pots and pans from us and sign this contract. You sign the contract, buy pots and pans. Well, doesn't mean you're going to sell them. So you have to like sell door to door. Well, the thing is the company benefits the person at the top of the pyramid benefits no matter who or what uh, happens. Um, and so they, the pots and pans get bought mm-hmm. inevitably, but they don't care who suffers from it. Uh, so like, you buy the pots and pans, you can't sell them, but you've signed under contract that every like month or so you'll buy more stock because okay. you are an employee and you sell. Um, so it's like a trap. Um, let okay. me, let me search up the actual definition to see if I'm like describing it right. So is um, it, did you do pots and pans? Is that what you're saying? Or did you do something no, else? No, 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 no. Okay. Okay. Uh, let me type in pyramid scheme. A form of investment illegal in the U.S. and everywhere in which each payment per paying participant recruits two further applicants, which return being given to early participants using money contributed by later ones. So essentially one person starts it and they ask people to be brought in as part of their mission statement to keep growing and growing this pyramid in which the first person is the one that always succeeds. And these people under it are in a trap either trying to get out of it contractually mm-hmm. uh or falling further and further deeper into it so there's a company called cutco okay c-u-t-c-o uh i don't know if you have heard of it before nope i have not so apparently cutco is this like uh corporation that's been around since the 40s um about selling cutlery okay i assume it was nice s- so yeah, they sell great cutlery, mind you. Um, but let me tell you what you're supporting if you um, buy from them. Uh, okay. uh, now, now, like if you if you buy Cutco stuff, you're getting a great product. And if you buy it straight from their website, then you're technically just supporting the company. But if you buy it from one of their employees that come and try to sell you it, you're mm-hmm. really just feeding the pyramid scheme. Uh, so me and then two friends... Uh, we, one of them was like, Hey, I found this job at Cutco. Um, and it's a sales job and it says it pays $18 an hour. And I was like, well, okay. Like I'm down, uh, to sell. I'm, I was assuming it was at like, uh, like a store or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and then, 
we go to the first meeting. Oh, first of all, he, he gave the, the, the boss of that specific unit, uh, gave us in like a phone interview or whatever. And he goes, mm-hmm. yeah, sure. And then, uh, it's basically kind of his way of grooming. If you know what that mm-hmm. means. Yeah. Kind of, kind of grooming whether or not we're a vulnerable college student who would be prone to fall into that kind of scam. Exactly. Not whether or not we were, able for the job which i had known uh, but i knew about pyramid schemes i'm just kind of frustrated that i fell into this but mm-hmm. anyways i i still gotta talk about it so we go to the first meeting and it's in have you ever been into like a portable building a building that is like driven in the building like, on wheels it's not on wheels um you know where they have like halves of houses you see on the road and they're oh, transporting them. Yeah, yeah. It's a portable building in the sense of like you can pick it up and drive it, but most of the time it's like stationary. It's usually okay. for construction and stuff. Okay, well, yeah, yeah. We go to this like portable building essentially. And I'm like, this is kind of sketch. Like the paint is really bad on the walls and it's like barely a thing. Well, then we go and he starts telling us it ended up being like a 12 hour, um, uh, like meeting thing and we were mm-hmm. supposed to go to two of them well he tells us all about the mission statement and um, like he literally lectures us about you know how much money we can make we'll be making $18 an hour um, and like all we have to do is like start with our friends and family and so he's like okay uh, everybody now after I've lectured you about the product of our knives and our sales pitch. Now you need to go find five friends and family because we need to see that you're a good salesperson before we give you access to our um, like contacts to start okay. selling. Like they won't give us access to phone numbers that they can, we can sell from mm-hmm. until we like prove it. So I'm contacting friends and family, calling them basically as a telemarketer oh, and no. of course your friend of course your friends and family are going to to support you right yeah because they're friends and family right because they're friends and family and like you know like you have grandmas who will literally buy anything from you it's such a like conniving prey upon like vulnerable people and mm-hmm. so of course i sold or i was gonna i was going to theoretically sell some units um and then they had this thing where you call somebody, you make a sell theoretically, then you f- make a follow-up meeting with them where you take them down this online survey type thing, talking about the company statement, and then you get paid per um, company or per like a seminar, online seminar that you get these people to do. And okay. then you get commission off of the cutlery. Well, here's the real part about it. Who, first of all, is going to answer a telemarketer car call, um, then stay on the line with a telemarketer call, then follow instructions to go to the nearest computer and log in to a Cutco website, use your employee code, and then follow a seminar? Nobody. Like the likeliness of that? Well, they promised that at how many calls we would be making the likelihood of that would be end up earning us per hour, even if we didn't sell anything. So it was like a more promising pyramid scheme. Okay. Um, anyways, we, I got like 
this packet of information and we took all these notes and literally it was 12 hours of my time wasted. I I didn't return. Um, and one of my friends didn't either, but the other friend tried to stay with it. Oh, he went to the next 12 hour meeting and essentially like they did this demo where you can test the knives and they gave free food. Um, and then they basically told him that since we quit, um, we're just like not good people or whatever. He said something, some awful thing. Oh, anyways, I wish I had some of the packets. This was like two years ago. Okay. Um, it was like freshman year, but it was crazy. Just like how easily you can fall into it. And if you look, if you look up Cutco and then you look up, um, uh, like pyramid scheme, Cutco pyramid scheme, there's like a whole Reddit dedicated to it. Oh, I bet there is. Yeah, it's like um, Cutco is what's called a single level direct sales company. Contrary to what some have said, they're not a multi-level marketing company or a pyramid scheme, which by technicality, no, but it falls under the same thing. As a Cutco sales rep, you cannot establish a downline and earn commissions from them. So it's kind of not a pyramid scheme, but it really is like it's not the definition of one like you don't recruit more people in Mm -hmm. to be it but it's it is a scam in selling cutco knives like there's even been like studies done by people who have worked there and quit going in full depth on like the whole like experience there i just got the base experience but and you were like i'm out before this gets weird Oh, wait, it already oh, was yeah. weird. It's, it's, oh, yeah, it started getting weird. Like, here um, on Reddit, it's, uh, is Cutco a scam? I just got my first job as a Cutco knife sales rep. My parents are telling me it's a scam, that I will lose money, but I don't have to pay for the knives that I show people, and I get paid per appointment instead of on sales. Does anyone currently have this job? Someone said, it's a scam. Sorry, dude, I had a friend who did that, and in the end, he ended up losing more money than he made. The biggest red flag is how they sneakily lie about making $18 an hour, which is technically true, except until you learn it's $18 per one-hour appointment. So you can earn $18 an hour if someone agrees. The likelihood of that... The likelihood of that is just so... Yeah, like you can't... Technically, you are earning $18 per hour, but you're not guaranteed $18 per every hour that you work. Right, right. So here's another one. I have a friend who did that in high school. She sold my parents a couple knives and they still use and don't like them. My dad has a knife sharpener, blah, blah, blah. So I can't really comment on how well they, uh, da, da, um, oh, that, that didn't really answer the question. Never mind. <laughs> Hold on. Um, I was trying to think, uh, someone said it's not a scam. It's just a really shitty job. They employ young kids to sell their products door to door by appointment. Uh, and gives a kid give the kids quote unquote a cut ha 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 of the money um but yeah it's it's uh it's done it's done under like vector marketing that just so, sounds weird just hearing that name yeah yeah vector marketing is w- who does it and it's not necessarily cutco the company itself but it's like it's the cuz you're not hired by cutco you're hired under vector to sell Cutco products. Interesting. That's that's so weird. Yeah, it's... Oh, oh, look. Look, it says on Vector 
the remember when I said Cutco uh is not a pyramid scheme? Remember mm-hmm. when I read that thing out? Yeah. I did I just now realized that that was from Vector Marketing's website. Oh my so it is. Vectormarketing.com said that why it's do people not- think it's a scam? This is from Vector's site. There are a lot of rumors and myths that claim vector marketing is a scam, preying on naive but ambitious college students. So what is the cause of these scam myths? Before we start, and there's a bunch of things that say the truth, a myth, the truth, a myth. And so the thing is, though, like, I got out of it right before I had to buy the big set. Mm -hmm. So So you have to buy a knife set when you go sell door to door, you have to right. buy one of their $400 knife sets to go and show people at their home. Wow. Um, if, if you get even get in to make an appointment in their home, um, which probably won't ever happen. So which probably won't ever happen. So bam, there you go. If you don't sell enough to even make that money back up, then you lost more money than you made. So is it one knife for four dollars or do you get multiple? You, it's like a set. Let's look at let's look at cutco prices. Because I mean, I don't know. I'm I'm just curious. Because like, good knives are nice, but like I don't know how much a good, good knife knives is. Are nice, you know what I mean? The, that's that's why I'm talking about like the knives themselves. I would suggest that I've held one. I've cut with them. Mm-hmm. So if they're you good. Want to sharpen them? They're good knives, but what like, are they, are they expensive for the knife quality you get? I guess is what I'm asking. Look, look. Here's the homemaker plus eight set. With block, $1,326. All right. Homemaker set um, with block, petite chef, $1,049. Homemaker set with trays and not the block, $959. Um, gallery, these are, it goes down 957, 739, 441. So basically, you would buy the studio set with or, or the, the other sets, the ones that are the cheapest, which are the 400 mm-hmm. and something dollar ones. And then you try to sell people thousand dollar knife sets. Nope. 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 Let me, let me tell you no. what one knife, um, would cost you. Okay. One. Wait. Okay. Here's a six piece stainless steel table knife set. This is like butter knives. Six butter knives. Whoa, whoa, whoa. A six butter knife set for $359. Oh. It cuts, though. But Yeah, um, let's cut out my kidney and put it on the black market with those knives I just yeah, bought. Yeah, yeah, Let me see. What about, oh. okay, here's a bread knife. For one single bread knife is a nine by three-fourths slicer, $118. Um, <laughs> no thanks. Here's a petite slicer, a little, little bit less money. It's 114. Good God, you got some savings on that one. Oh, um, you do, yeah. A chef knife. It is 142 dollars. Yeah, and they can charge that because uh, they put the word chef in front of it, right? Oh, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Here's a fruit knife. It is a very small knife, gourmet prep knife, 149. Here's a paring knife. It is two inches. Sorry, two by three fourths inches. Oh. Um, and it is sixty seven dollars. So Well, I'm glad you, know, you got you, out. You you, you kind of get the point. 
that is I I just remember telling or knowing that um it was something about like I was talking with TJ and he mentioned something about knives and I was like, oh my God, remember that time that I worked for Cutco? And I've never told that story or been open about it. But it's I had it's no just crazy. Idea. That's so bizarre. Like, what the heck? I, well, yeah, it's such a bizarre story that I got, like, I got almost got scammed into selling expensive knives. Yeah. You know? Well, into buying expensive so, knives and not selling them, you mean? I mean, that as well. Uh, well yeah. You get a company discount, though. You oh, get, like, a company discount? You get, like, you get, like, 30% off or something on oh, them. Okay, all right. So it's not, like, $1,000, but it's up there. It's, like, still, like, 700 yeah so like so. oh yeah see in austin texas there's a cutco kitchen store So like if you go to the store and buy them yeah but if somebody comes to your door and they go hey like uh, i want to buy your are we you want me to sell you some knives just say no because uh just don't feed it you know don't feed yeah, the monster yeah. kind well, of thing first of all who doesn't have a no soliciting sign on their freaking door anyways by now? Uh, most people don't have That's no true, soliciting actually. signs. I've only seen no soliciting signs like <laughs> once. Now in your uh, suburbia that you live in. Yeah, there, I'm there's sure quite that a bit there's more. a lot of no yeah. soliciting signs. And everyone and, has and, doorbell and cams. Assuming that you live in Mormonville, I'm guessing there's a lot of no soliciting signs. There's I quite had a, a bit. If I had a Mormon or Jehovah Witness problem, I would definitely put a no <laughs> soliciting sign on my door. Yeah, now, for real. I've only ever had Jehovah's Witness come up like a couple times and Mormons come up a couple times. That's because we're in the Baptist part of the Bible Belt. Mm-hmm. So you usually don't get those. Um, but it hasn't ever been a problem enough to where, you know, like, it, okay, to you, like a Mormon comes up to the door. And how often does it do, does that happen? Uh, so usually what happens is every time both of them get rotated out of our area. So usually what happens is there's two uh, missionaries, right? And they're basically like buddied up. And then every couple months, one of them leave and a new one comes in or both of them leave and two new ones come in. So every like, I would say three to six months, probably we get new missionaries that we've never seen before on our doorstep. Okay. Um, so it's every time both of them are gone. Well, but like how often? Two new come in. <coughs> it's probably like once every six months that you get somebody at your door. Like how yeah. often do you get somebody at your door? Oh, just once like every randomly? six months. Like just randomly. Yeah. How uh, how often does that happen? That, probably like three every six months, and one of them are the missionaries every time. So, well, that's not as often as I yeah. would think. Well, but they do have to go to every door. Solar panels. Like everyone wants to see everybody get solar panels out here. Well. Anyways, so it happens often enough to where it's predictable mm-hmm. and you know what to do, when, what happens when when they come. But the thing is, in, in like Texas, if a Mormon comes to the door, you go, well, I've heard about this, but I, I don't know what to do. <laughs> you kind of go, you kind of sit there and you go, well, instead of it being kind of a thing like I'm guessing in Utah, you go, well, I can put them to work because I'm so used to it. Right. In Texas, it's kind of like you're very creepy and you're weirding me out severely <laughs> like to the point where i just need you to leave like you yeah. there's no benefit for you helping me because it'll just be weird you touching my property you know kind of thing like there was one time where the more uh, mormon came up and my mom was like should we put them to work and my dad was <laughs> like no 
please ask them to leave. There was one time where Jehovah Witnesses tried to sell us a truck full of meat. What? I don't know if I ever told you about that one. No, please share. Um, what? So, so a truck. So my dad would do this thing. So we lived at the end of a cul-de-sac. I don't know okay. if you know that it is. I have no clue. Uh, you don't? Nope. You know when a neighborhood ends and there's like a roundabout thing? Oh. It's okay, a cul-de-sac. Yeah. I don't know. That's what that was and, called. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the street doesn't end. It like goes like in a, uh, like a little, it's like a circle, circle at the thing. end of the road with the, like a whole yeah. bunch of houses there. Yeah. Well, we lived at the end of one. Okay. And so obviously if somebody turns down the wrong way, they have to go all the way down the cul-de-sac and then turn around. Otherwise they would have to turn into somebody's driveway. And then that turns into a whole thing in Texas. Every, everybody has guns. Don't, so you just go down the cul-de-sac. Mm-hmm. Um, well, every time someone would come down and turn around, my dad would, you know, like when a cat sees something and they like buck their heads up, they're yeah. like looking, uh-huh. he would do that every time he would see a car that he didn't, didn't, didn't recognize just to make sure it didn't stop. And he would like watch it, like turn around and go. Okay. And so this white truck comes. Oh boy. And it stops. And my dad goes, uh, Okay. And then we wait for the guy to come up to the door. Um, and he comes up to the door and in the back of his truck, he just had a bunch of like meat, like packaged meat, <laughs> like in coolers. <laughs> and he was wearing, is this like a uh, younger gentleman with uh, a black tie, white, okay. white button down, black pants, black shiny shoes, pretty conservative of okay. the dress. Um, and I know he wasn't Mormon because I know Mormons don't sell meat. I'm pretty sure <laughs> I don't uh, think so. but he was a Jehovah's witness and he was like, Hey, uh, I got some meat in my truck. Would you like to buy some to help our church for the Jehovah's witness? And my dad was like, please get out of here <laughs> right now. <laughs> um, and then that white truck came back like several days later. And instead of my dad waiting for him to cut up the door, he went up to the truck and was like, get out of here right now and don't come back. <laughs> so, wow. Yeah. Right, that's just weird. It, it was just like, they were like, it was various meats, like steaks, ribeye, whatever. And Human. you know, you know what, you, you know what they say? Don't trust meat trucks. Um, Meat trucks. Don't yeah. trust meat, <laughs> meat out of trucks. the truck. Yeah. And don't Ugh. trust meat um, that comes from Jehovah Witnesses. Now, do you know about Jehovah Witnesses? Not really. What the hell is that? It's, uh, it says it's a millenarian restorationist Christian denomination with non trinity beliefs distinct from mainstream Christianity. The group reports a worldwide membership of approximately 8.58 million adherents involved in evangelism and annual memorial attendance of over 20 million. Uh, what? I so, didn't understand. Like the fact that you had to sit there and like sound out the words that were in there made me so confused. These were long words. So, <laughs> I'm assuming that, oh, here's a Wikipedia. Wikipedia saves your life. Oh, yeah, 100%. The beliefs 100% of the Jehovah's Witnesses are based on the Bible teachings of Charles Taze Russell, 
founder of the Bible Student Movement and successful presidents of the Watchtower Society, Joseph Franklin Rutherford and Nathan Homer Knorr. Since 1976, all doctrinal decisions have been made by the government body of Jehovah Witnesses. <laughs> that, by the way, is a council ruling of Jehovah Witnesses. So what I'm getting at is aside from the Book of Mormon, Jehovah Witnesses are just like a different type of Mormon. Okay. They're, they're evangelists. They go out. They do missions. They come to doors. They wear the black tie and black pants. Mm-hmm. But instead of believing that there's a third book of the Bible, they just believe in a different interpretation of the Bible by some dude uh, named, uh, what the hell, uh, named <laughs> Charles Taze Russell. So, so I'm, so in my assumption of, um, you know, categorizing Jehovah's Witnesses and Mormons as the same type of people. Okay. I wasn't wrong. I yeah, thought, yeah, I, I, I thought I was close. being like, uh, yeah, I thought I was being like, uh, insensitive in some way, which I didn't mm-hmm. care, but I thought I was, <laughs> um, but apparently they, yeah, they just use the regular Holy Bible, but in the new world translation, so the new King James translation. So I have a little question here. Right. So in this day and age, if someone wanted to start a religion and they were like, oh, God came down and talked to me or something, right? Wouldn't Mm. they just end up in the psych ward? They wouldn't end up in the psych ward, but they would definitely uh, be um, like just no. People just dismiss, they would just dismiss them. They'd yeah, be like, well, you think? they're like, they just be like, no, uh, literally the only way and the reason why religion starts and new religion starts is people preying on, uh, like vulnerable people, like, like a, um, like a pyramid scheme. I mean, oh that's, that's essentially <laughs> what a lot of religions do is, kind of. I, mean, I don't know. I mean, a lot of, especially the newer ones that are like done in the newer century, they take people who are at their lowest and they're like, Hey, we have a community of like-minded people who are very nice. And if you convert to our religion, we'll help you out and give you things and give you a better life. I think and so you it's, it's essentially, it's essentially like a cult. What, what did I miss? <laughs> nice. And Fake nice, okay? You missed the fake nice part. Oh, you well, yeah, yeah, it's like a fake nice. Mm-hmm. It's like a cult. I mean, that's essentially what cults do, too. So, can I tell you about the uh, the gospel of the flying spaghetti monster? I would love to hear about this. This sounds great. <laughs> this sounds fun. All right. So, there's a religious text called the gospel of the flying spaghetti monster. Um, the gospel of the like flying I, spaghetti like monster the, is, a, is a book written by Bobby Henderson that embodies the main belief of the parody religion of the Church of the Flying Spaghetti Monster, or Pastafarianism. What? <laughs> <laughs> However, it is considered a religious text, and people have actually taken it to heart and believe in the Flying Spaghetti Monster. It's okay. a deity um, grew to become a social movement um, in people who believe that... Um, there's a floating mass of spaghetti noodles with a large meatball on either side of its body and two centrally located eye stalks. That is the flying spaghetti monster. Um, that also 
uh, is God. <laughs> so if you would like to be a Pastafarian, then <laughs> that's let's the worship religion. those noodles and those balls, man. Uh, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, the religious, um, th- this religion uh, it takes place in the Czech Republic, New Zealand, and in the United States. It takes place in. Guess it, Jake. Guess it. Guess it. Uh, Utah. In Utah, <laughs> Massachusetts in Utah, baby. Oh, the man. where people are known to have great ideas on religion, Mormonism and Pastafarianism. <laughs> so that's weird. That's strange. They were like, you know what? The you can preview twenty three out of the hundred and ninety four pages of the Gospel of the Flying Spaghetti Monster. You actually can uh, can buy this thing. I don't want oh, it. Oh boy, oh boy. Do I want it? Very no, bad. No, you don't. It's not exclusive. You can't buy it. Dear friend, welcome to the wonderful world of religion. These are exciting times in holiness. Politicians are crusading. Nations are invading. And science is fading. With these changes come religious opportunities, the likes of which haven't been seen since the Reformation, or at least since the, <laughs> the persecuted masses first huddled together and shipped off to the great de- de- democratic revival meeting we call the United States of America. With this in mind, the Church of the Flying Spaghetti Monster, FSM, invites you to learn a little bit more about us. Um, so, would you like to know what they stand for? Uh, please tell me it's about really good alfredo sauce and whole wheat noodles but first you need to know a little bit more about us what do we stand for all that is good what do we stand against all that isn't good (laughs) here quote sounds sweet right of course it's not that simple and that's why we need a book (laughs) the jews have the bible the christians have the new testicle, the Muslims have the Q-tip or whatever, the Jains have fun with Dick and Jane, the Sufis have Sufis up, and the Buddhists have the banana pata. Oh my god! <laughs> what? Oh my god! This so not oh, wait, 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 wait. Go ahead, try us for thirty days. If you don't like us, your old religion will most likely take you back, unless it's the Jains <laughs> whose feelings are easily hurt. In the holy name, ramen. <laughs> oh okay, all my right. god! That's, that's actually how much funny. is this book? Can I buy this book I kind now? Of want it. I'm not even kidding. I kind of want it. Oh my god! I need this oh, book man. like yesterday. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I great. think I think it's a uh, an ebook. Can I? It might be an ebook. What Get the, the PDF version. <laughs> Get the PDF version. That would really just give the. I want a physical copy of this thing. Yeah, you want to you want to annotate it and everything, huh? Oh, of course. The church. <laughs> oh yeah, annotate of the that. spaghetti monster. The gospel. Wait, the gospel of the flying spaghetti monster. I want to see how much it is to buy. There's a prayer. Oh, oh perfect. Yes. Perfect. So. It's oh my god! It's it's free for Kindle. It's twelve dollars <laughs> paperback, fourteen dollars hardcover. But for Kindle, I can buy it right now for nothing. <laughs> do it right now. Do oh it. Oh my god! I'm I don't you. want to. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, it's because I have credits. Um, never mind. Yeah, you don't want it. I changed my mind. 
Yeah, I have credits I can use. But I kind of want this paperback. Just <laughs> saying. I can totally picture you just like sitting there. And legitimately your, reading the, unironically reading this book. In the morning. <laughs> and your yeah. glasses, just pulling them up with your legs crossed in a lounge chair. Just lounging <laughs> there with your paperback. Oh, with gospel my of God. whatever spaghetti <laughs> monster. Look, there's your a highlighter there's a and a pen. There's a picture in this book, and it is Christopher Columbus discovering the new world, but poorly photoshopped and edited in is a flying spaghetti monster. <laughs> and it says, the Italian explorer Christopher Columbus was guided by a higher power. <laughs> the, oh, oh, my God. Funny. And then here's a picture of a witch eating a calculator. Interesting. I don't, yeah. Uh, oh, my God. This is amazing. So... Yeah, um, definitely a new, a new, a new book for everyone's suggestion. This is the new book of the week. Welcome to the book club. Oh. I just started right now. This All is right. a new podcast within our new podcast. Yeah, can we, can uh, we leave? Roll the, the, roll the theme song. All right, thank you for rolling the theme song. Uh, welcome to the book club. How's it going today? We're reading the Gospel of the Flying Spaghetti Monster. <sighs> what do you have to say, Jake, about the text? Can I leave yet? <laughs> okay well that was uh, that, that's all the time we have for the um the book club see you next time roll the outro thank you all right um so please tell me there's not an intro and an outro i don't think there is all right that's what i thought okay i think Just we have to get silence. Uh, yeah yeah I, I think we really got to get our 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 old mate uh fettuccine to edit that one in yeah our old mate fettuccine yeah. Fettuccine is a weird guy. I don't know. He, ma- he yeah, makes he intros, is. though. Yeah. Or uh, so, Rotini to do some other stuff. Yeah. We don't talk about Rotini. Oh, that's right. I forgot. We had a vowel. That's like we've, rule number we've 780. Got bad, we've, got, we've got bad sauce with, <laughs> yeah, with we Rotini. Do. Royal we bad got sauce. Some, now we got bad sauce. <laughs> 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 oh, guys, copyright. No. <laughs> All okay. right. Let's go into a little break here. We'll be back. Hey guys, what's up? Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? Well, when we were trying to get out of service off of the ground, we had a lot of questions like, how do I record an episode? How do I get my show into all the apps people like to use like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and more? And more importantly, how do I make money from doing it? The answer to every one of these questions is really simple. Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. So, if you've always wanted to start a podcast and make money doing it, go to anchor.fm start to join me in the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. Hey, do you know what a good investment is? You're not talking about our Patreon, are you? Oh boy, oh boy. I'm talking about our Patreon. I think you guys should go to patreon.com slash blindsyt. What what could they get over there at, at patreon.com slash blindsyt? I wanna say correct me if I'm wrong, but I think I think podcasts might be a week early. Like Oh. I I think they are, yeah. I think podcasts 
or a week early over at our Patreon. And there's like a ton of other cool like goodies that you can get uh, via different tiers. I'm sold. I'm going to go over there, hands down. I, you know what? I think I'm going to go over to patreon.com slash blindsyt as well. I think Google's listening. Uh, why I do you really do. So do I you have your Google you? Home? No, Manny? I don't have Google. No, I don't. You got to get Spotify Premium so you get the Google Home Mini. Well, I mean, it gave me a little thing, and I was like, maybe I should click that and get Look, a free one of those. if you don't want the Google Home Mini, when I buy Spotify Premium for our secret project... Well, it's because it's going to give me one. I, well, then I'll, then I'll get it. I'll well, have an Amazon and a Google what? Home Mini. I want, like, all of them, okay? Why? Because then Google can listen more. Duh. <laughs> okay. So the reason I was bringing that up is... Mm-hmm. So last time we talked about Dr. Squatch soap, right? Uh-huh. I'm getting Dr. Squatch soap ads in my Gmail now. Oh my god. Like well, did almost you, immediately did you click on after. anything? No. Did you click on anything? I didn't click on anything. You didn't go to the website? I thought the you went to the website. The only thing I did was type in Dr. Squatch soap in the tags. For oh, posting well, on yeah, YouTube. That, there you go. That's the only That's thing your I problem. did. That's it. And now it's popping up. Everywhere. If you type it up anywhere, literally. Well, also, I, it has not popped up for me, but I think it's because Google is flooded with the sheer amount of possible suggestions that it could, like, like give to me. Yeah, because yeah. you're everywhere. Yeah, I just click on so, I click on so much shit. Like, uh, like, I'll go to a website, and I'll get, an, I'll get ads on the mm-hmm. site, obviously. And I honestly don't even pay attention to them anymore because they never make sense. It's probably something <laughs> I clicked on that it related to something else. Some and weird then anime it was titty like, website. All right. The what? Anime titty website. There's an anime titty website. I don't know. I'm just, I'm, that's my guess is what's in your suggested. Okay. I doubt it. <laughs> it's probably more like <laughs> L Delphine. I think L Delphine brought it up. Okay. Uh, how many times I've, Visit that website on this stupid podcast. <laughs> Are you looking again? Of course, no, I'm going to no, give it. Of no, course, no. now I'm going to give an update on All right, what she has. Update, <laughs> update on what's new. <coughs> oh no, I'm dying. Uh, the the gamer girl bathwater has oh, is infiltrated my sinuses. Huh? <laughs> is it back in stock again? I don't know. I think her whole store is down. If we're going to be honest, <laughs> I think that it doesn't exist anymore. I don't know. Well, maybe it, she got found. Um, what? I mean, maybe. Like, probably. It, it, it's very illegal to sell. So, yeah. It's to sell biohazard. Anyway, we already went over that. Um, so I have an update on my tech issue. Okay. Update real quick. Bell Delphine store is not available, I don't think, anymore. Oh, lame. So here's an update okay. with my internet problem, all right? All right. So... Uh, last Wednesday, all right, that was last time I recorded a podcast, and I, oh, Julian was having me sound like a robot the entire time, and random cutting out, I'm surprised it turned out so good, in all honesty. Uh, conveniently, um, your internet ended up going down, like, right after. And, well, and there's a reason it went down, because I'm an idiot, okay, so, there's a little story behind this, all right? Okay, okay. So. I, I'm going into the router settings, right? Um, uh-huh. And I'm messing with stuff, trying to reset stuff, trying to make my upload or my, 
yeah, my upload get where it's supposed to be. My download was getting like, come to find out only half of what we're supposed to be getting. So we're supposed to be getting a hundred download and 50 upload. And that's uh-huh. megabytes per second. But I was getting 50 download and less than one upload. So I was in there thinking, oh, the router's got problems. So I'm sitting here trying to fix the router. I accidentally hit the restore to factory settings button on the router. No. And so How did you now do that? I couldn't connect to the internet. <laughs> How did so you do I, that? The, I was just in there resetting stuff, resetting stuff. And it's like, are you sure you want to do this? And I'm like, of course I click yes before reading it. Who doesn't? And so I click on it and all of a sudden, everything goes out in the entire house and it will not go back on because i don't have this stupid triple p username and password that basically says all right you have a valid internet provider for this router and you have paid for it so here's your internet that's what that basically does right Uh, yeah so then i have to wait till the next this it gets worse right i can't just call the 24 7 um support line because we live in an HOA community with a stupid homeowners association, right? So we okay. have to call during the specific hours for that specific thing. So we call the next day, and because our internet's included with that, that's why we have to call that number, right? So, oh my God, we call and they're like, um, hello, what's your account number? And we're like, well, we have this paper that says we're just supposed to say we're with uh, Daybreak, H- Daybreak HOAs. And he's like, I don't, that's not an account number. Like, I, I can't help you. And so, like, he's sitting here there arguing with us. And so, we called the stupid HOA people. They gave us a different phone number because apparently it's different now. And uh-huh. so, we sit there and we wait forever, right? And then this super nice lady picks up and she, like, oh, yeah, just give me, like, your house number and blah, blah, blah. And so, like, she knew what was going on. But, like, I kid that's you not. It's so weird that you guys have, like, so anno- have to we, call the homeowners association for yeah, your for internet. Them to give what? us a different phone number to contact the internet people because our internet's busted. And uh-huh. so um, we get all that sorted out, right? They basically enter in this stupid triple P username and password in for us because, you know, apparently they can't just give it to us, which is ugh, stupid. But I, right. I get why, kind of. I don't know because i guess you have to use their router i don't know Pfft, stupid so then we got <laughs> yeah. our speed back up right they did i don't know what they did but basically we're back to 100 upload or 100 download 50 upload and then oh it gets better this is my tech day all oh. right i'm having oh, a, okay, I'm, having, okay. I'm having a great day you know <clears> everything's working out then towards the end of the day i'm like all right i'm gonna julian you're gonna hold off on ripping me a new one for this i put my computer uh-huh. to sleep because i'm gonna go to bed Oh, it, it goes God. to sleep. All right. I get up. I go to the bathroom. I come back. The computer's back on. I'm like, what the heck? So I hit sleep okay. again. I go get in my bed. It turns uh-huh. back on. This happened three or four times. I finally just unplugged the freaking computer. I, I turned it off. Jake, Jake, you uh, you put it to sleep no. three times before you decided to oh, turn it let's off. Skip, let's skip the power button and unplug the damn thing. No, well, no, I didn't unplug it quite yet. I, I, I skipped okay. some steps in the story. So I turned it off and then it turned back on. Oh, I'm not okay. even kidding. The dating was you a damn turn it off. Did you did you like press the button or did you actually go to your I like, did the thing did you and go the, to your start and then the go start shut and down? then the shutdown button. Okay. And I did, that happened three or four times. And then finally, I was like, all right, shut down. As soon as it turned out, off, I unplugged the damn thing. I was like, what the hell is going on? Like, it was a ghost. It kept, didn't matter what I did. It kept turning back on. That's so weird. I don't know like, if I believe that. what the heck? 
We, I'm telling you, I'm dude, the BS. thing was a ghost. All right. <laughs> okay. Like, what the heck? Why did it keep turning? Like, why? So yeah. weird. It's okay. So I, got, I had a day. <laughs> I got locked out of my bank account and my work account in the same day. So. <laughs> I remember you telling um, me. Yeah, I don't know if that can. Like, there's literally really no story about that. I, yeah, I just entered in my just, password man, once sucks. wrong and then you get locked out. <laughs> Uh, do you want to update um, on T now, or do you want to talk on T? <laughs> yeah, on the T, st- the T stuff with my dad. Oh, he's oh, that's still a there's, thing. There's you always still a th- there's an update. Okay, okay, tell me. So, uh, we went out to resume um, like lunch for my sister's birthday, right? So we had a few extra people there. I think there were six of us in total instead of the five that are normally in my family. Um, and uh-huh. so the store or the restaurant we went to was by the mall. So my dad's like, all right, we're going to go in oh, and God. we're going to get tea. Everybody's getting a tea. If you don't like tea, you're still getting it. And y'all want black cherry cream. That's what he said. All right. So everybody oh, goes in. Okay. We, okay. <laughs> the, the green tea lady uh, wasn't there. So my mom's like, oh, I'm going to go shop for a second. Right. Well, of course, you know, she has to make a relationship with everything. Right. Uh huh. So, yeah. 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 She's taken forever. We we found a bench kind of by the green tea store. Well, the green tea lady recognized us, right? So four of us were sitting on the bench. Two of us were, or two were in the store making relationships with clothing, right? So uh-huh. the green tea lady sees us, pulls out four Arrowhead water bottles and one black cherry cream packet and sits it there on the on the like the desk area by it. Because she knows he's coming for a tea. <laughs> oh my god! So there's four of them right I love there, that. right? I love how I love how your dad is like recognizable as the tea man. I know it's so funny, right? She's so like, f- oh my god, this man has to get his tea. Right, right. That's crazy. Oh, and it it gets better. All right. <laughs> so we finally go over there, right? And my dad, <laughs> I think only one person besides him actually wanted the tea, so he. There's five black cherry creams and one cherry mango tea that we're walking out of the mall with, right? So, five black cherry creams, really? Yes, yes. Oh my god! And so we're walking out, right? And I'm gonna break rule number one right now. I'm not gonna go in depth about it, but I got to. Okay. I saw this lady walking in the mall with mm-hmm. a shirt with a poop emoji on it with Donald okay. Trump's hair. Oh, that says okay. Dump That's kind of perfect, Trump. though. Yeah. I was like, this mall trip has been great. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. That's kind oh of perfect man. though. I've seen, I saw this one thing and it was like a urinal and it was like shaped like a mouth and then it was put in the like place of like Trump's like mouth. Uh-huh. That was pretty funny. So yeah, there's my mall story and my tech issue of the week. All right. I think my tech issue of the week is that big day that I had where like everything wasn't working. Honestly. With the password stuff. Yeah, well, like that, and like I'm, yeah, I'm still locked out. I mean, I'm not locked out of my, um, um, my bank account anymore, mm-hmm. but I'm locked out of my, um, uh, what is it called? Uh, my work, work day or whatever. Um, but I have been having tech issues with like creating the website. Should we talk oh, about the project? Can we uh, talk about the project? Sh- we can talk about what's happened on December 1st if you want. Okay. Uh, I mean, you know what? Actually, no. I kind of want to keep it at a little surprise. A surprise. What should we call it? Pro- what are we calling it? Project Blindscast? Yeah, Project Blindscast. We'll name it that. So Project I think Blindscast that can be both is, is coming up soon, by the yeah. way. 
Um, and I'm sure you guys are excited about it. I won't tell you guys the website uh, yet because it's still being worked on. Yes. But God, oh God, it is hard. I'm learning, basically learning HTML. Yeah, um, I, I'm glad you're doing it. <laughs> it's it's an absolute nightmare. Like, well, because I got sick and I'm still kind of sick. All right. And right. then I um, I just like decided to work on the website all day, and it wasn't like too bad. But then like. I got to as much as I could do without having to actually code because I'm working with WordPress mm-hmm. because that seems to be like the, the it's what it's the website I've always w- worked with in making websites uh, not sponsored, but um, like things like Wix and other websites that are like really Squarespace stuff mm-hmm. like that, that are really good. Uh, the monthly fee that you have to pay for is just insane. Like we have, we have our friend TJ um, right. who, he has his own server and he runs websites and it's way cheap for him since he runs so many of his own websites. He can add a couple on. Um, it's way cheaper. I think mm-hmm. he probably like doesn't even pay $20 a month, but for one single website on like a site like Squarespace or Wix, uh, it would be like $20, $30 a month for like the, the cheapest option. I actually haven't even looked at any of that stuff. So I've looked, I've looked cause I was going to move. Well, that's how uh, TJ ended up hosting my website because I said, well, I kind of want to move from WordPress um, since I was paying WordPress itself to host it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he was like, why don't you just let me host it? And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, sure. Uh, well, thank you. I love you. Yeah. I was like, yeah. I was like, thank you so much. Yeah. Uh, because I looked at Wix and I made this whole website because they'll let you make the whole website before you buy it, mm-hmm. uh, which is sneaky. I made this like cool looking website kind of, and then it was like, hit me with the paywall. And I was like, oh my God, there's You're no like, way well, I'm going to pay. Well, the thing is, is like, you know, if you go to julianbroadway.com, no, just a little plug there. Um, like people go to it, uh, but like not enough to garter $30 a month. Right. Now, yeah, I get you. I have uh, made a request for Google AdSense to put ads on uh, my website and Project Blindscast. So um, oh. we may be able to make a little chinga-chinga on that one. Uh, but yeah, that's that's been my tech issue so far is like de- des- designing a whole website. It's kind of crazy a little bit. So do you have, uh, what, let's go to the list. What, what does the list say today? Uh, what does the list have left on it? Do you have anything on your list or no? Uh, my list was uh, Cutco. Okay, that's the only thing you put on there? Uh, yeah, all that's right. all I got. So I literally blew through so many things in the story. I literally p- marked off um, internet HOA stupidness, uh, and then I marked uh-huh. off uh, PC had a mind of its own. Marked that uh-huh. off. I marked off... Wait, uh, actually, I may have something. I may be able to pull up something. Let's pull see. something. Uh, dump uh, Trump that was on there and then the dump, dump Trump <laughs> yeah Trump. and then the um, water bottle tea lady is what I put and so I marked those off but I have more so if you want if you want me to list uh, them off well, let's read the list something. in a second because I believe that I got one more thing let's see uh yes uh oh baby I've got two things hold on all I'm right, still, I'm holding on. I'm Mr. still cough sick. up a lung. So, um, do you know what a mum is? I'm literally thinking of an Australian person trying to say mom. 
All right. Welcome to the world of Southern living. Okay. So I have a friend who's from Rhode Island and she didn't know what a mum was. And I thought it was the weirdest thing that she didn't know because it's a homecoming thing here at high schools here. Um, And then she said, no, that's only like a Southern thing, even pretty much only a Texas state thing. And so, yeah, it's in Texas. It's just in Texas. Yeah, because I've never heard of it. It's this weird tradition that I never knew was just a Texas thing. During homecoming, um, moms will make their daughters and rarely their, um, their, their, like, sons Mm -hmm. a mom. And it's a tradition of wearing an elaborate, even larger floral pin to homecoming. So basically, you know what a garter is? Like... Like, have you seen those old cartoons where, like, uh, they'll wear it on their leg, like a a woman for, like, a wedding? Oh, it's like yeah, a, yeah, a little garter. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, they'll take yeah. that band and put it on their arm and then make this huge, giant, elaborate pin. Um, I, I'm going to screen share with you. Okay. I got to so see So you can this. get a good aspect. And so they'll wear these big, giant pins with all this floral design on it in the colors of their school. That say like senior 2016, whatever, 2019. Why would you do that? And the thing is, it's a popularity thing. It's like the bigger your mom is. The bigger your ego penis is. The bigger, yeah, like the bigger. Well, because the thing is, it it costs money to make a mom. I never got into them because. I think they're dumb. I. Um, they are, but, um. (laughs) it's pretty dumb but yeah. i never got into him because like i was a guy and it wasn't like for four guys but um it was like a popularity thing so like it cost money to make them the the one with the most money would end up getting the biggest one and they would make them in the school colors put all this kind of mardi gras stuff on it and so it's like a, it's a tradition and so there was this like video on twitter that went around of these people wearing them and my friend from rhode island was like what the fuck is that and I was like, I got to talk about this. I, um, yeah, that's what I'm I feeling. realized that there's like such a, it's not all of our following is from Texas or even America even. And so like, just look up mum, M-U-M high school or Texas or something like that. And you'll pop, it's just like, it's a crazy big thing and it still is. And I remember so many people wearing these around like. How are you supposed to dance at the dance with that big thing? Uh, I think you wear it just the school day of homecoming. I well, actually, you know, I think you can wear it to the game. I don't. You don't wear it to the dance. You just okay, wear it to the okay. the homecoming game, and then home, and then the school. You wear it around school, and you're like, oh, mine lights up, and mine does cool stuff. Mine goes ones in the dark. These are like some of these are huge. Um, we didn't. We never had big ones like these, but ours were the extent of this, like this kind of large thing and they would like literally chest wear it around, size yeah chest size they would literally, but they would put it on their arm they'd literally wear it around the day of of homecoming and throw it away they just it throw, was, why would you just throw it away like that after all that or, effort or, or like they would keep it for like you know a keepsake but aside from that it was basically just um like for the day of and there hmm. wasn't anything so, so weird. I, <laughs> it was so just weird. super <laughs> it was just super crazy right 
You yeah. Know? The things you learn um, when you leave Texas the shelter is, of your so, own area. Texas is such a weird place. Do you think? Yeah. If you well, yeah, gains it, there, it's weird already. <laughs> Don't let's not talk about. <laughs> okay. Uh, rule five. You're not allowed to mention anything from Waco <laughs> on this podcast. Only I am. <laughs> okay. Because I don't want to talk right. about it. What about no, buggies? Can I talk about buggies? You can talk about, about buggies all you want. Because oh, okay. that's not in Waco. That's in Temple. <laughs> that's in the Temple Colleen area. I, I So wanna... I'm trying to figure out what's rule three and four. I can't remember. One I was like. One was no poop. One was no poop. I remember that one. Three was like. We, we never had a three. I thought we only had a two. Yeah, we did. Two or was two. don't talk about friends. Don't talk about friends. Three yeah. is don't mention Chip. Uh, and four is don't mention Joanna. <laughs> and five <laughs> is don't mention the gains. <laughs> yes. Oh, man. Wait, no, five, five is don't mention the gains as in the people. Yeah. And then six is don't mention the gains as in whatever gains you got. While, from while working gym. out from the oh. gym, don't mention the gains, brother. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh man! All right, <laughs> those are our five amendments to the uh. Constitution of the uh, of uh, season two. Yeah, I probably won't remember like any of them except for the first one. So, and one chip. And wait, what was the second one? You remember the second one again? The, don't talk about friends. Don't talk about friends. Yeah, and then and then three was Chip, four is Joanne, five. Is the gains six is the gains? Yeah, there it's you go. Pretty easy to remember. Yeah, some some weird podcasting shenanigans over here. Uh, <laughs> you got anything final to say before we uh, hop on out? I do. Make sure you go to blinds at blindsyt for all your social media purposes because we want to give you guys updates, but you're not there. Um, and then, <laughs> um. Check us out on YouTube if you're listening to this on some sort of podcasting platform or any of the other podcasting platforms um, if you want to watch them on there. Is that out of service? I actually think you can Google out of service podcast now and it pulls it up. Like, I straight up think you can. That's so cool. Right. So if you're like hearing this somehow on some other something, uh, just Google out of service and we got 50 something episodes, 50. I think you got to put out of service podcast on there. Out of service podcast. Yeah. And then Do it pulls that. it up on Google, like Google yep, search. Yep, 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 I'm yep, yep, like, yep. Oh, whoa, we're cool enough for that on Google. <laughs> whoa. You know, what we're also cool enough for what? The end of this podcast. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll see you guys next time. Adios.